0: We're going to get started in just a few minutes. I figured we'll keep on with Maharingi Vineyard um Church Culture and start a few minutes late. I mean, it would be awful if we started bang on at 10.30. But, um, hey, make lots of comments. We're not going to be able to see, or I'm not going to be able to see them as as I'm kind of speaking this morning because I'm a man and I, there's no way I can do more than one thing at once. Um, so, yeah, but, but it's definitely something that we'll look back and look over the... Um, rest of the day and and sort of respond to comments this is obviously going to be is our real first go at what um online or or facebook live church looks like so um we'll i'm sure there'll be lots of changes and things going on but anyway i think i think we'll get started Um, so welcome everyone to what is our very first maharingi Vineyard, a church live gathering um really i i just can hardly believe we're we're in this place um it is so nice to be able to get together um albeit in what is you know probably just a couple of weeks ago an unimaginable situation or circumstance but but i actually think in the midst of what is really a worldwide um interruption there is um there is change happening all around us and and it's sort of happening on a moment by moment basis and and most of it is, it is actually um really necessary but with change comes opportunity and really that's what i want to speak about to us this morning is is the opportunity that we have as the church which really for all of us in our in our lifetime i really feel like this is the most unprecedented opportunity we have as the church to demonstrate the love and the peace and the presence of Jesus. And we can do that um, in our own lives, but we can do that for the lives of the people around us, our friends, our neighbors, our work colleagues, our schoolmates, and really even ultimately those people who we don't even know yet, our stra- the strangers in our lives that we will come in contact with um, so i just wanted to start this morning by sharing a, a story that happened to me that i think is going to be really encouraging for all of us and and it was um, at the end of last sunday's gathering and a really close um, long-time friend pulled me aside and shared about how um, during a time of praying for us she really felt like God had given her a word or a picture um, that was really encouraging to Angela and I um, about really what the future looked like. And so in that in that um, encouragement, oh sorry, so in that picture, um, yeah, I just went away feeling really, really encouraged. The next day um, at about I think four in the morning on Monday morning, I woke up and I was thinking about the words that she shared with me and, and the things that she said and the picture that she had. And, and I, I kind of asked myself, oh, God, was that, was that really you? Or, and this is kind of the way I was kind of leaning, which says a lot about me, but um, or, or was that just a friend, you know, just trying to be kind? Um, and then really, I, I could only probably say this was the second time in my life and journey with God that I really know that I know that I heard his voice. And almost immediately as the words kind of entered my head, God, is, was that really you or was it that just a friend trying to be kind? I heard God say, I am a friend just trying to be kind. And I share that story with you because I would love for us to hold on to that image of who God is. That the great I am is a friend. That the great I am is kindness. That the great I am is love and he is peace. One of the greatest opportunities that we have in this uncertain changing season that we find ourselves in, is to be the kindness and the love of God to all those who are around us. We can, in tangible, real ways, show that God is a friend who is trying to be kind. Having just heard um, our Prime Minister here in New Zealand sort of share, the report yesterday and really what is the the um, the going forward so to speak in our in our future um and then just her taking the time to again remind all of us or who are the most vulnerable the most at risk in in this season we find ourselves in and then for Angela and i just to be chatting afterwards and realize that three of our four closest neighbors are are all in that category, all over the age of 70. And really that, that again, hitting home, that, that God's kindness reaches out to them, that, that it can make itself available through me, through us, that we can be the love of God that serves the poor, the hurting, the anxious, the isolated, and the vulnerable i wanted to share a, a scripture with with you and really what is a, another jesus account out of matthew chapter 8 so if you've got your um, bible or a device for the bible um, you can turn there now um, you also have the freedom to roll your eyes because i know this scripture could feel really cliche um, but by all means roll your eyes and snigger and groan i can't hear you or can i um technology is very powerful But so, yeah, so if you've got there, go to Matthew um, chapter 8 and verse 23. It's probably a story that many of us have heard before, but one that I want to read to us. Um, One day Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they got into the boat and they started out. As they sailed across, Jesus settled down for a nap. But soon a fierce storm came down onto the lake and the boat was filled with water, and they were in real danger. The disciples went, and they woke him, shouting, Master, Master, we're going to drown. When Jesus woke, he rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and suddenly the storm stopped, and all was calm. When he asked them, then he asked them, where is your faith? The disciples were terrified and amazed. Who is this man, they ask each other, and that when he gives a command, even the wind and the waves obey him. It strikes me how the disciples and Jesus were just sort of going about doing ordinary life, you know, getting into a boat, something that they've, Done many times before, like all of us, I think we can remember what ordinary was things like buying one roll of or one pack of toilet paper at a time, things like making plans to travel or going overseas or or even going on a road trip, things like the ordinary things like hugging a friend or or um a family member, or shaking hands to someone you meet for the first time. And then all of a sudden, a fierce storm blows in. We are yet again in what seems to be like an uncontrollable, out-of-control, scary situation. Where we are asked to put our faith in Jesus. And and it's that kind of putting our faith in Jesus that's, that's more than just a frightened, oh my God, help me, I'm going to drown kind of way. That's okay, but there's more to it than that. We are asked to put our faith in Jesus in a way that is, Jesus, you are sovereign. In a way that we can put our, our trust and our peace-filled, Jesus, you are sovereign over everything kind of way. You know, I talked about the opportunities we have. One of the greatest is for us as followers of Jesus, we have the opportunity again to answer what I believe is a sincere and kind and loving question that Jesus asked is, where is your faith? You know, I've heard this this sort of story preached, and oftentimes you can think, or I've heard it anyway, or maybe it's how i filtered it, that, that, oh, you moron, where's your faith? I, I don't think that's what Jesus is talking about, and I certainly don't think that's the question he's asking of us now. But we have the opportunity to, again, um, we can invite ourselves to remind ourselves regularly and repeatedly of who Jesus is, in the midst of our present storm. Another thing I'd love for us to do is could we also lean into the way and the practice of Jesus? You know, what was Jesus doing in the middle of the storm? I think it's worthwhile looking at that. He was resting. What I'd love for us to do as a church family is wherever you're at is to lean in to rest in the midst of this present storm. I'm going to mix metaphors here a little bit, but it's worthwhile stating that um, this, this in our journey, in our season, is, is much more of a marathon than it is a sprint. And so there are some practical ways that I'd love for us to lean into in this idea of knowing rest in the midst of a storm. And one of them is this. Um, you know, like we are all going to have more time in our hands. We've, we've all, whether we're, we're at home and working from home, we've got the time that we would have spent in our commute, whether um, we've got um, time for not getting ready for church and doing all sorts of other things. But we're going to all find ourselves through cancelled events having more time in our hands. And what I'd love for us to do is to spend that time, invest that time wisely. Can we consider limiting our screen time on the amount of news feeds and articles and opinion pieces that we we really could spend our, our entire t- life looking at? I think there actually can be compared to, really there, there are the endlessness and the repetitiveness of And the waves of an angry sea, and they really could drown us if we if we let ourselves be that way. So what I'd love for us to do is maybe consider um, really just scheduling in once or or maybe twice a day where we where we do look at our news feeds to get the information that we need to get to be responsible citizens um, in the midst of this situation. Um, but other than that, maybe turning it off. Why don't we instead go for a walk, get out into nature, obviously, you know, following the guidelines of of social distancing, but but do something more than, than sort of just being allow ourselves to focus in on the waves of of this current storm. The other thing I'd love for us to do is continue to be people who are committed to worship in whatever that looks like. Be creative in the way that we worship. What's been a practice for us as Maharangi Vineyard is, is at the end of, of every worship gathering that we've had for the last at least six months is that we, we sit and we position ourselves in silence in, in the presence of God. I would love for us to continue to do that in our homes, um, in, in whatever our current situation is is that we be people who continue to to sit in silence, expectant that we will hear God's kind, still, small voice. And then as we've been instructed, you know, like I said, for the last six months, when we hear that still, small voice, ask ourselves the question, God, is this for me? And if it is, let's treasure those kind and beautiful words. You know, that story that I started with, that'll be one that I never forget. God's voice is so loving and so kind. It's so encouraging. And so for you, in these moments, in these times, treasure those kind, still, small voices. But then be expectant that God's still, small voice will speak to you, and your response will be to give those encouraging messages away. Give them away to your friends, give them away to your family, give them away to your neighbors, give them away to strangers. And we'll have to be creative about that, whether that's sending a text or sending an email or, or writing a note. Um, let's do it. Let's be people who, who take every opportunity that we have to be an encouragement to those around us. I'd like to finish by just saying, you know, we are, we're all average, ordinary people. You know, we will all go, we're all feeling, I'm sure, a level of, of fear and anxiety and uncertainty and, and lots of questions. And, and for me personally, you know, I've, I've shared many times throughout my life, fear has been a really strong narrative that I've constantly battled against. And yet there's something about this time, this moment, that I actually feel a stirring. I actually feel like this is something that could make us as followers of Jesus. That we can do this. That that we have all been called for such a time as this. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for for all of my friends and family, all of Maharangi Vineyard and, and those who are who are tuning in, God. God, I pray first of all for a blessing to rest heavy on each and every one of us. For those who are in isolation, God, would you remind them that even though they are in isolation, they are not alone? God, for those who are who are facing fear, would you, in your kindness and in your love, ask us that same question, where is our faith? And would you remind us that you are worthwhile putting all our faith, all our trust into? Amen. So this is the first go. I hope it's all worked out. We're going to have lots of opportunities where we're going to be connecting with one another in lots of different forms. Um, Next week, we're going to um, have Andrew speaking to us. I know you guys are so sick of the sound of my own voice, first in live and now on video as well. So keep an eye out for this Facebook page. This is going to kind of be the, the main way in which we communicate. And we've got lots of opportunities where we're going to be able to connect with one another going forward. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.